Welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We are grateful to have you join us today. This month, we're beginning a new series of podcasts called New Year, New Hope, Same You. On today's episode, April will be talking with our counselor and clinical director, Brittany Gibson, about how to make fresh starts stick. Thank you for being a part of this conversation as we hope to offer you practical solutions for positive change. Well, hello, everyone. This is April Bordeaux from Care to Change. I'm so glad you're with us today. It is a brand new year, and I don't know what this means for you and what it brings for you, but I'm glad you're here listening. We have a great series that we're kicking the year off with, and um, we have a special guest, as always, Brittany Gibson, our clinical manager, director of clinical services here at Care to Change. Brittany, thank you so much for coming back and being on our podcast again. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. We are starting a new series, New Year, New Hope, Same You. Mm-hmm. As we know, uh, lots of people have words of the year. Lots of people have New Year's resolutions. Lots of people say, no way, I'm not having New Year's resolutions. So we thought we'd do a little series on what happens when there's a new year but we're the same old us, and what can we do to move in the direction that we want to go? So I thought I'd start first by saying, do you have a word of the year? Do you have any kind of goals for yourself that you've set? So I think I've landed on my word for the year as thrive. And so just professionally and personally, just trying to make sure that I'm just really feeling my fullest self and that I'm growing and thriving. I thought of like a tree and a flower, just like nice, nice in the sunlight. Nice. Cause we know that we were not made to just survive. We were made to thrive. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds cliche, but um, really we are. So what a great word and mm-hmm. what a great reminder mm-hmm. for you. Good, I'm excited. good for you. Okay. So let's just jump right in. What do you, I, I know that you've kind of prepared for today, knowing what the topic would be for the listeners, see if you can guess what are the most common New Year's goals or resolutions people set? So there are many common ones. And I think we can probably all guess some of the most yeah. common ones, right? Yeah. Like we set them every year. Like I want to exercise more. I want to lose some weight. Yes. I want to read more or travel yes. or learn a new hobby. Also on there is just spending more time with friends and family, as well as just like living life. Like I said, my word was thrive, like Mm -hmm. just trying to to be present and mindful and live life to the fullest. So those are kind of the most common ones. I feel like for some are more common for gender or societal ones that Mm -hmm. tell us what we need to do. But, you know, at the top five are definitely exercise, lose weight, getting organized Mm -hmm. or learning a new hobby. Yep, yep, yep. So for the listeners, go into our social media and tell us what your New Year's resolution is or what your word of the year is. If you haven't already, um, I'm really interested and would love to make this interactive with you to hear what it is that you are doing to have a different year this year than we did in 2021. What are the most common fresh starts that you feel like people actually need? I mean, at Care to Change, we definitely have a different view of Mm -hmm. goals and and sort of people wanting fresh starts and new to have some sort of newness and ways to, like you said, thrive in their lives. So what do you see as sort of common fresh starts that people need? 
I think the most common that people are feeling is I think just the the weight and the dread and the negativity of the world. And so a lot of people really what they're trying to do is just clear their mind. Mm. I think a lot of times with these goals and resolutions, the idea is to start fresh and with that clarity and being mm. able to just open yourself up and being welcoming to something new and something different. I think, you know, underneath the goal that's really what it is right you're looking for something new something different almost to kind of shake things up a little bit and I think for most people they really just want clarity they want to get you know almost like I think of my mind as like a a cave sometimes and they got to get the cobwebs out just do some dusting do some cleaning and I think that's really the whole idea behind resolutions is let's start fresh let's start new and let's clear out some of the gunk of life that's been in there that's yes. been clogging up the the pipes yeah that's definitely what we see at care to change people who want to come in and make some sort of change mm-hmm. in their lives and in their relationships and here we're able to sort of create the space for people to explore what change is needed or desired and to clear that out like you said what we also know is people don't stick to their New Year's resolutions, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. we, we have this big, long plan of things we want to do. And, you know, we're, we're gung-ho, just go, go, go. And maybe day three, maybe week one, maybe week three, maybe by month three. I don't know what the limit is for some people, um, usually within the month or so, right? Yes. Yeah, so research shows that only 8% of Americans actually stick to their New Year's resolution throughout the entire year. Wow. And 80% have failed by February. Wow. Which when I hear the word failed, I think that's a little harsh. Yes. But by February, 80% of people have said, I think I'm I'm done with my New Year's resolution. And I think when they say that too, there's a lot of frustration and guilt and shame yes. because they didn't they didn't follow through on their resolution. So then I think we kind of then get start spiraling. Right, right. I remember a few years ago, right after Thanksgiving, you know, you start thinking about the holidays, mm-hmm. signing up for the mini, right? Oh, the yes. mini marathon is, oh, this is great. We're going to do this mini, me and my sisters. And, you know, by February is like, now, why did this why seem did like a, such a good idea? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, now I have to make a decision. Am I sticking this through? Was mm-hmm. that a moment, momentary decision? Or was that something I really, really wanted to do? So there's at some point, there's some sort of a a decision someone has to make to either keep going or to say, no, this isn't serving the purpose I was hoping. And there's a lot of motivation in January, right, for that fresh right. start to do new things. And even after the holidays, too, because, yeah. you know, depending on how the holidays make you feel, they can be motivating and re- reinvigorating and then kind of push you into the new year to this goal. And then you kind of lose steam mm-hmm. by the end of January, February. And then, like you said, you kind of make a decision whether you're going to stick to it or whether we're just going to. Right. We're just going to move on. Right. So for people who are are listening, I I guess my first message that I would want to give is you're not alone Mm -hmm. in A, setting a resolution, B, in being skeptical about setting a resolution, or C, in having set resolutions in the past and not following through. Mm -hmm. Most of us at some point in time (laughs) have made a resolution and have decided at some point we're not going to follow through with it or we're not going to do it for for various reasons. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think are reasons why people don't? follow through you know one of the main reasons is is they made the goal too big you know or too general too Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna exercise more well what does more mean Mm -hmm. or I'm gonna lose weight well what are you gonna do to lose that so I think 
sometimes we we have this idea and we just kind of throw this goal out there without understanding kind of the steps behind it. And we've mm. done a previous podcast talking about the stages of change, you know, where we talk about how we go about creating that stage and, and the follow through on it. And sometimes we don't, even in news resolutions, there has to be kind of a, a step process to being able to actually completing it and making you more likely con- to complete it. So if it's too big mm. or it's too vague, mm. If you're doing it alone too, you know, we talk about like support. So if you don't tell anyone what your goal is, Mm. there's not as much accountability because no one's checking in on you. So it's easier to be like, that's okay. I don't want to do that one. I think also too, if it takes up too much of your time, Mm -hmm. I think exercise is one that we say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym three to five times a week and you're, I'm going to get this fancy gym membership. Right. Then we don't go because it's too much time and it costs too much money. Right, right. So the financial burdens can be reasons that we decide not to follow through with our goals too. So if we're setting a goal that requires additional time to ask ourselves, what are we going to remove from our schedule Mm -hmm. to allot that time? Because usually people don't have extra time laying around to just fill with a goal. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, if you're going to set a goal that takes time, Mm -hmm. then what are you giving up to give that time away to create that space Mm -hmm. for that time? So I also wonder if a reason why people don't follow through with goals is goals are set based on the expectation of others. Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of the goals that, you know, a lot of the common New Year's resolutions are goals that people tell us we need to do. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, my friend is is exercising, so I'll just, you know, go do something with right. her or losing weight or quitting smoking, whatever it may be. Yeah. If society tells us that's what we need to do, right. we don't have as much skin in the game right. to actually want to follow through with it too. It's the should. Right? I should be doing right. this. Right. And we all know what should really means. Mm-hmm. If you don't know text our Caroline (laughs) and we'll respond with a really open and honest answer what should really stands Mm -hmm. for but you know people tell us you should do this or you should do that and then it should sort of is the roadmap to leading towards shame because Mm -hmm. if you should do something um, that you know you uh, should do then Mm -hmm. when you don't do it then it can be be really leading to shame in a way absolutely so asking yourself if you even really want to do Mm -hmm. the goal yeah so okay so if I'm a listener and I'm hearing okay we we know they mostly don't stick but I know I quote should do some of these things and really they are good for me Mm -hmm. what are some um, steps or some practical points that you would say if you really want to make some change here are some things to do to make them stick so starting small and and being realistic in it so there's um a term called smart goals so making them specific making them measurable uh making them realistic and timely because if if you just throw a goal out there like again exercise more and i need to use exercise because that's always my new year's resolution Uh, (laughs) and i may or may not be sticking to that but if i don't make it measurable if i don't make it realistic for myself then I am going to set myself up for failure. So if I don't think through, again, we can go back to the stages of change. There's a preparation that goes into setting and following through with a goal. So if you actually take the time to make the steps towards doing your goals, it will help you. Very few people can say, oh, I'm just going to exercise more and start January 1 and f- and go and go and be okay. Right. I mean, I think that's that's outside of the norm. So if you can do that, that's wonderful, good for you. 
most people can't. Most people yeah. can't just jump into it and be okay. I wonder if, bef- you know, you said, number one, start small. Number two, have smart goals. I wonder if before even starting small or having smart goals, it's knowing what your why is. Oh, yes. Why is that important? Oh, absolutely. That's my second tip. Oh, gotcha. Knowing okay. your why. Making a resolution that is personal to you, something that you want to do, and something that is not a societal norm. Mm. So, you know, if you're... If society is telling you, oh, I need to be doing A, B, and C for my resolution, well, do you ask yourself and be honest with yourself? Do you even really want to? Mm-hmm. I find a lot of times like with, you know, with exercise and some of those other ones, like, yeah, we do. We know it's going to be better, but it takes time, right? It mm-hmm. takes effort and motivation. Yeah. And do I really want to put that in there? And if you don't, that's okay. Be mm-hmm. honest with yourself about it. Yeah, Actually having that clarity of mind, like, mm-hmm what is the reason why I'm doing this? Is mm-hmm. Am I doing this because someone else is putting this expectation on me? Am I doing this because I know it will really benefit me mm-hmm. and my life in the long run? Mm-hmm. And if it benefits me and my life in the long run, how? Mm-hmm. And so making it really clear um, and maybe even identifying what the alternatives are. Like if I don't do this New mm-hmm. Year's resolution, what happens? Mm-hmm. Well, my life doesn't change. Okay, are you okay with if it doesn't change? And I know we've all heard the, you know, analogy of the the ship out at sea that changes two degrees and, Mm. you know, within a period of time, they're hundreds of miles off course when it was a very small shift, Mm -hmm. you know, just a couple of degrees. And so um, if you don't make the shift, is your life heading in a direction that you want it to go? Or, or can you make a, like you said, very small step, start small, like some people think, oh, I'm going to go from not exercising to five days a week. Well, what if it's, you know, what, what if I just move my body 15 minutes a day, Mm -hmm. you know, or a couple of days a week, starting small, that little two degree shift Mm -hmm. that will make a big difference in the long run. Um, Absolutely. And when you start small, right. And you start realistically, you feel good when you do it, when you're able to meet that goal. Mm -hmm. So then you get a lot of really good feelings as far as feeling productive Mm -hmm. and feeling like you did it. Momentum. Momentum, right? Right. And then you're like, oh, well, if I can do 15 minutes, you know, just movement, Mm -hmm. what's the next step up that I can do? Because I really, my why is really important. And, And asking yourself those questions about your why helps keep the motivation going. So when you sit and take time and think about, Oh yeah, I, I I'm doing this because yep. bec- you know for me, for my family, for a better me, for growth, to thrive, whatever your why may be. The more you remember that, the more likely you will be to stick with your goals. Right. So if I'm listening, I'm saying you know I, I've got to start small. I have to have the goals that are actually measurable, so that mm-hmm. I know I'm really moving in a direction that I want. But I also really have to know the why mm-hmm. behind it and what happens if I do it. And what happens if I don't do it? Mm-hmm. And that can bring some clarity as to whether or not these are expectations or of others. Um, and expectations of others aren't always bad, right? Mm-hmm. But if we're doing something for other people, it doesn't necessarily stick. So Right, because you don't have as much investment in there, right. right? If somebody tells you you have to do something, right, you, there's some, some positives there. But if you're not invested, if it's not something that you want to do either, right? It doesn't stick. And I think that goes across the board with Mm -hmm. any behavior or any change you want to make in your life. If you don't have your why, it's harder for it to stick. Yep. Yep. So are there other steps? 
And so my last one would be um, build in accountability for yourself. One of the reasons that people give up is because they are going at it alone. Mm. So find some safe people in your life and share what your goal is and say, hey, would you check in with me throughout the year and ask me how I'm doing with it? And maybe then, you know, come June or July, oh yeah, that's right. I had that, I had that goal and it is important. Let me start again. Right. And so, you know, building in that accountability piece for yourself, sometimes we do need external motivation to keep us going and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So just building that in. I'm hearing sort of that connection piece. Absolutely. So it's not even just like accountability in terms of like, did you do it? But hey, I know this is important to you and Mm -hmm. uh, I believe in you, so I'm going to do this with you Mm -hmm. or why don't I go with you this time or or take that next step with you, whatever Mm -hmm. that with means. But in that connection, and and we all know, and we say it all the time at Care to Change, connection is key in creating change, right? Absolutely. So finding the safe people who will connect with you and understand your why, Mm -hmm. um, know what those goals are, and then walk that path with you, encouraging you, keeping you accountable, Mm -hmm. sort of the one to walk with you. Yeah, yeah, and realizing you're not alone and you've got people who are cheering you on, you know, when you talked about the marathon, like knowing that there's somebody there with you helps keep you going. And so I think that accountability piece can be really powerful to helping the resolution stick, especially if you've got your why, you've made it measurable, that accountability piece is just icing on it, right? Like that's just going to help keep it stick a little bit better. Yeah. And then my last thing too, is if for some reason you don't stick to it, giving yourself grace in that Mm. because- statistics show most people don't and it's okay for some reason it wasn't the right time or you know you Mm -hmm. you weren't able to be successful try to figure out why if it really is important to you what are the barriers to then trying again yeah so so picking back up and Mm -hmm. and starting back over just because one day was a bad day or or whatever not to just throw it all out and say forget it I can't do it but to jump back on and say you know what I'm human Mm -hmm. I'm human and that means I'm not going to have all good days, all on task, all on target, yeah. all productive, you know, sometimes. It's so unrealistic right? all the time. Right. No one is perfect in achievement of goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one is. Mm-mm. So, uh, okay. So let me, let me review this. So number one, starting small. Number two, having the SMART goals. We'll put that in the show notes. Specific, measurable, relevant, time-related, knowing your why, uh, making sure that it's personal to you and building in that accountability or connection with safe people. And then last really is giving yourself grace along the way. And these are really key steps in making and and keeping some of that positive change that people Mm -hmm. want. And really we want for, for you, our listeners, you know, we Mm -hmm. want you to walk in the direction toward the change that you really wish for and hope for in your life. So let me ask you, do you have any resources that you might recommend someone? So I think a lot of times reasons sometimes we may not follow through is our own thinking and our goals. And so Winning the War in Your Mind by Craig Rochelle is a good one that helps you just understand how your thinking can be related to the outcome and just being able to help challenge yourself. Atomic Habits by James Clear. So this book is about how to create sustainable habits and how to keep them going long term. And then the last one really is just a journal or a guide. And so this one is called This Year I Will. um, And it's a guided journal to help achieve your goals. And that's by Tiffany Louise. But any guided journal can be helpful. If you're Mm. someone who, 
you know, we talked about that accountability piece earlier. And so some people really like guided journals, some like a check-in every week or every, yes. you know, day mm-hmm. to be able to help keep yourself accountable. It helps, you know, kind of yes. write out what you're thinking. So find a guided journal that mm-hmm. you like and let that be your guide as well. I remember one of the most productive years that I had in terms of achieving goals was a year that, uh, again, finding connection, Mm -hmm. my safe person and I, she had her journal and I had mine. And each week Mm -hmm. we would find a way to exchange the journals. And so I would read what she had written about her goals and her thoughts and whatever it is she was working on. And then I would make comments and she would read mine. And so it didn't always require us meeting because we didn't have time, Mm -hmm. you know, we had young, I had young kids, but at the time, but I knew she was checking in on me Mm -hmm. and she would give me feedback and we would write in each other's journals. So it was almost like the old fashioned letters back and forth. Yeah, like a little pen pal. Right, right. But we would just drop the journal off and she would ask questions or she would say, this is great. Or have you considered this? And, and I would write back to her. And so it was a way to sort of keep that connection even during a time that, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to just hey, let's get together every week and sit and talk about it. You know, that mm-hmm. that again can be time consuming, but just getting creative, but writing it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really super helpful and encouraging through the year. And I, I actually, I'm, you know, I'm sure it was a, more than a decade ago, but I still have that because it was just that meaningful to me. So that's a really cool thing to be able to do with someone. Like you said, we yeah. brought in connection, we brought in accountability mm-hmm. and we brought in like journaling and why. So you yeah. kind of hit all of those. Yeah. which means that's probably why it was most successful yeah. was because it, it was very yeah. meaningful. It was a very deep connection. And so then those things really do help us kind of stick and, mm-hmm. and give us those really good feelings. Yeah, that's great. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for your time. For those of you who are listening, this is all about um, this whole series is about um, the new year and how to how to create that change that's going to make a difference for you. And so we'll also put in the show notes, the link to the stages of change um, that we had. You mentioned that, and that's a, that's, that was a really great podcast from last year. So Brittany, thank you as always for coming. It's a pleasure working with you, but um, pleasure having this discussion with you for the, for the purpose of helping others out there. So listeners, happy new year. We know this comes to you in all different kinds of places and, and we don't know if it is a happy new year for you. And so what I'd like to just sort of end with is if you need that space to be reminded of hope or your purpose or, or, or ready to take that step in healing, that's really why we're here. Um, we have a space for you. And so you can give us a call. If you have comments or questions, send that to our care line. The number will be in the notes. We'll respond to that, but we are here for you. And until next time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast, where we offer you practical solutions for positive change. We invite you to follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. Check out the show notes below to see resources mentioned in this episode. If you have any questions or would like additional information, please reach out to us on our care line at 317-979-7133 or email us at help at care2change.org. We thank you again and hope you will join us for more of our podcast conversations.